Hey guys, we are the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I am your host, Tanner. I am one of the co-hosts, Connor. And I'm your other co-host, GT. Guys, this podcast is centered around common themes that people in their 20s may be going through, whether it's anxiety, depression, other mental health things, relationships, and so much more. It's all about things that we're all going through together. We may think we're going through it individually, but the point of this podcast is bringing light to things that we're all going through together. We can't wait for you guys to hear about our thoughts with this. We upload weekly episodes every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. sharp. So please tune into that if you'd like to hear the episodes. We also all come together every week for a different topic, and we each share our perspective on that three times a week. So please look forward to those as well. And you guys can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts at Let's Talk 20s Podcast. We look forward to seeing you guys soon. And with that being said, please enjoy this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I am back with my two lovely co-hosts, Connor and Connor. It's it's just Connor this week, guys. He's not here. Connor is not here. It's just me and my co-host, me. No, it's just Connor this week, guys. GT has a family emergency, so we hope that everything becomes better as a result of what, what's going on. But Pray for, for GT. Yep, pray yep. for GT and his family. But Connor, we are recording for the first time in a while. I want to say a month. It's 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 been a while. I miss talking to you guys. How, how are you, buddy? I mean, school has been kicking my butt, and you know, just trying to trying to live life and and enjoy the the weekends when I can and see family. I saw my dad and sister for the first time in two or three months. Well, my dad. In like two months, three months or so, the other week. So that was nice, but nice. Yeah. Besides that, dude, it just good, man. No, nothing, nothing new, really. Just grinding it out. What about yourself? Any? I know you're talking about the job and how that's picking up a little bit and yeah. all that. Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, glad you got to be with your family, man. I know that school has been a lot recently. There's been a bunch of tests and stuff for you. I hope you're staying yeah. strong with it, man. Just focus on that. That's the most important thing. But I'm glad we get to talk this week. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I'm sorry we haven't gotten to talk much either. I've been so busy with uh, work. Honestly, I've been more busy with work um, than I thought I was going to be. Did you hear that? Sorry, I thought I heard something. Anyways, I've been more busy with work than I thought I was going to be than I ever really have been over the past couple of weeks because my company rolled out this new software stuff, and so it has been a lot of extra work, a lot of extra projects and a lot of extra manpower on my end because my boss has been in and out. My boss is literally out next week. We hired somebody new. And then to top it off, my boss told me that they're doing layoffs. They just started uh, last week on last week on Friday. I'm definitely a candidate for somebody to get cut because I'm pretty expendable, especially because my position just got replaced uh, because they just hired somebody. So I don't think I'll get fired that quickly, but I basically have to look for a new job. So my workload has increased a lot. And then I've been applying to like, I don't know, on average, four to five jobs a day, just trying to find something. So back on the job market again, that's mainly what I've been focusing on and my base too. I've been taking some base lessons, as you guys know, and I wasn't taking it that seriously, to be honest, admittedly. And then I realized I would be paying $200 a month. So if I was not going to take it seriously, well, what what am I doing? So I decided to start taking it more seriously. And I have to practice a lot more. Like I would only practice 30 minutes a day. I have to practice like two hours a day now in order to get where my teacher wants me to go. But I'm going to do it because 
I want to commit to it. So I've been busy, but it's well, been good. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that the base is doing well and everything like that. What about the job? So what, what specifically are you trying to look for a similar like kind of job to what you're doing now just elsewhere or what? Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I really think I, I I've, I've gone down this path before and I kind of backed out of it cause I was too scared, but I, I really think I want to do something with like finances or accounting. Honestly, a lot of my job has me working with like accounting projects, payroll projects. And I, I mean, I'm literally just in Excel all the time and I do enjoy it because it's, it's pretty easy and I can listen to music and just chill and work. And I'm, you make really good money and I get my creative outlet with my base now. So I really just want something with that, but it's just hard. Cause I don't, I don't have that degree or any specific experience with it. So I might see if my company will maybe let me switch into another department and help out with that. But I think they're also making cuts in that department. So it's kind of just like I have to take somebody who will take me with not as much experience, but I'm with what I'm making now, basically. So it's it's a really it's a pretty tall ask, unfortunately. So that's okay. Yeah, I I see what you're saying there. There's a meme yeah. out there, give out there about how people saying that you're, you're applying for an entry level job, but then in the description it says you need experience and you're getting this job to have experience, but they still want you to have years under your belt. You're like, how am I supposed to get started if no one's allowing me to get started kind of deal? Yeah. You're supposed to have the internships right. um, necessary or you're supposed to have, I, I don't know. A, a lot of, a lot of that stuff is because it's just it's just recruiting tactics where they're trying to weed out resumes so that they don't waste the time of like the people who are in charge of hiring for the position, especially at bigger companies. So, I mean, that's just how it works a lot of the times. And sometimes you uh, you have to exaggerate your skills and qualities and your experience. Exaggerate. Are you possibly exaggerating your experience and qualifications for these accounting and finance jobs? No, I I am very qualified, and I will leave it at that. <laughs> I will just leave it at that. That so, is yeah. funny. Yeah, but you can you can tactfully exaggerate your position a little. Anyways, sure. The topic for this week: empathy, volume one. We just had a weekly wisdom segment on empathy, but I feel like it's something that is really pertinent right now, especially with stuff that's going on around the world and how. You know, we've talked about social media and being in your 20s and how at times we kind of feel like we're extremely isolated individually. Then there's going to be way more to it than that. But I just wanted to, you and I, to have a, a quick conversation about empathy. I know it's just scratching the surface, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But sure. if, you don't, if you don't mind, Connor, I would love to ask you the first question. We interrupt this podcast for a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, something that we talk about in the podcast several times, and it's a theme that goes on throughout the podcast, is mental health and how important therapy services can be for you, especially in your 20s, as we're trying to figure this thing out called life. So that's why I would like to thank our sponsor for this podcast, BetterHelp. If you guys do not know who BetterHelp is, they are an online therapy service, the world's largest, with over 20,000 licensed therapists that are conveniently placed for you. All you do is fill a questionnaire. And they try to match you with a therapist based on your wants and needs. And if you happen to not like that therapist, you can absolutely switch to as many therapists as you want to find a perfect one for you at no additional charge. You guys have a 24-7 text line with a BetterHelp service, a weekly video chat with your therapist, and much more. 
included in this. Rather than in-person therapy, which some people may feel a little intimidated by, uh, this therapy on the go concept I think is brilliant, especially for people in their 20s who love the convenience and would rather have therapy at their own expense rather than having to go to a therapist in person. Guys, I think this is a great solution for a lot of people who listen to the podcast. I know that there are several people that I know who have used this online therapy service with BetterHelp, and it is fantastic. So if you guys are interested, visit betterhelp.com slash Let's Talk 20s podcast to receive 10% off your guys' first month of therapy. That is betterhelp.com slash Let's Talk 20s. Guys, I appreciate you listening to the sponsor, and let's get back to the podcast. Go ahead, man. Yeah, this, oh. this would be good to talk about like this. I'm sure we'll have multiple episodes about this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll say this is volume one of Empathy. But the first question I want to ask you is kind of talking about empathy and how we kind of are both on the same page of maybe it not being as common for people in our age, or at least we feel like people aren't as empathetic as they used to be. Why Why do you think that is, if you could name one or two things? Well, not to repeat myself on the topic of social media, I will just say social media is probably a big part of it, and I'll leave it at that. I don't want to talk about that again because I brought that up before. But I do think that contributes to a larger issue of just self-centeredness that I feel like is more prevalent. And I think selfishness and self-centeredness or narcissistic tendencies, when those things tend to arise, I think empathy starts to lose itself because empathy inherently is about other people. It is about your relationship with other people and how you practice, how you treat other people, right? And so when you're talking about what I think a lot of people seem to focus on nowadays, whether it's on social media or whether it's just conversations with people about how you're supposed to exercise yourself as a person, it comes across to me like there's a lot more selfish tendencies with people who are trying to look out for themselves, which I I think is admirable because you do have to look out for yourself and who want to take responsibility for their lives, which is also admirable because you do have to take responsibility for your life. But I think it's a trap that you can fall into as a young adult because you kind of feel like, especially in your 20s, I know I felt that, that like you're all on your own. And if you feel like that and you start making decisions like you're all on your own, and I think the internet and social media lets you feel like you're on your own more, whether it has to do with comparisons by you thinking you're not like good enough by looking at other people or whether you are part of communities that just like have that whole echo chamber of your own ideas and stuff. So you never like, try anything new. Right. I feel like people feel like they're on their own more either because they just one, they feel like that they feel like they have to be or they've been through traumatic things and don't quite know how to process it. And so they just immediately go on their own. And when you're on your own, you think about yourself more, you think more selfishly. And I just think that you lose empathy because of that. I don't know if there's any specific reason why, but I do think that there's a growing sentiment that is popularized by more present personalities, whether it's celebrities, internet personalities, social media personalities, and it there are more selfish and narcissistic tendencies that are promoted and that leads to a lack of empathy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I I think those are two very very broad but very obviously 
pertinent examples of, of why empathy maybe isn't as common now. And I, I do want to harp on the fact that I, I do feel like with how we discuss specifically with people in their 20s of how we're trying to, besides marrying and trying to you know start families for a lot of us, a lot of it is us trying to propel our own lives into a, a positive direction, right? And I feel like, especially for people our age, because we're trying to figure out our shit and figure out adulthood through these, you know, last five years up until we're 30 40 etc we kind of have to be a little bit more selfish in that regard i don't know if you agree or disagree with that statement but like if if we're trying to work on ourselves a lot right and improve our careers and buy a house and everything we have to do a lot of of self-focus and i feel like that that kind of maybe plays into the fact of why maybe we aren't as empathetic with other people because unfortunately we just don't think about other people as much in terms of on an everyday basis as maybe people who are older or other generations do, if that, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And that's I just do. the first one that comes to my mind. I know there's, there's a lot more to it than that, but that that's just the one I will speak on. Yeah, no, I, I a hundred percent agree with you. It, it's this focus on ourselves that is so important, but there's like a boundary or like a line that I feel like people are crossing that they don't fully understand like why it could be like negative or actually bad for your mental health in a way, or just bad for your, your being as a person in general, because I think that there's also, I'm curious what you think about this too. Mm -hmm. I I think that there's also a, a lack, there's like a distinct level of confusion about like what empathy is and what understanding others is and what it means to be also open-minded because I think in order to be empathetic you do have to be open-minded and think about a perspective other than your own and trying to understand and empathize with a perspective that's not your own that is empathy but I think that there is a a lack of people who not I, I I don't know exactly who it is. I can't say it's everybody, but I do think that there are people who think that they're empathetic who are think that they're open minded, but they're really only open minded or empathetic with other open minded or empathetic people. Does that make sense? And so I, I've had this thought privately for a while and I'm just I'm just here saying it because I'm like, to me, that kind of defeats the purpose of what empathy is, because true empathy is being able to not extreme cases, not like against extreme morals and stuff like that. That's not what I'm saying. But especially with the political climate and everything that's been going on, there's such a lack of empathy, especially with identity politics, where if you identify a certain way with your politics or who you are as a person, there just seems to be like a lack of empathy almost immediately for even having any kind of view right like that. And it's like, oh, well, I, I believe in this because this is the right way. And so I'm open minded because of this. But in a way that kind of defeats the purpose of being open-minded as well does that make sense i feel like that's another thing that leads to a lack of empathy what do you think yeah uh, that's exactly what my weekly wisdom topic about empathy was i don't know if you listened to or not but it was i haven't got a chance that's great so mine was um the difference between sympathy and empathy because in my opinion sympathy is being open-minded but empathy is taking it to another level where you are being accepting of something that's beyond the scope of your understanding when you're like, Oh, I, I can, I can understand, you know, my, my dad had cancer too. That is you being sympathetic, but empathetic is realizing that 
everything is different from situation to situation. And just because you experience something similar to what another person has, you don't know and react the same exact way that they do, right? You're not, not, you don't have the same thoughts and the same emotions as a, as a person. We're all unique in our own way. So I think the difference between sympathy and empathy is that in order to be empathetic, you have to not even have what your quote unquote thoughts or perspectives are on something. It's you purely listening to that person and accepting them for who they are. You know what I mean? Whereas sympathy is like, oh, I can see that perspective or I see how that person thinks that way and I can relate to them. It's like, no, 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 that's sympathy. That's you being sympathetic. Empathetic is- It's not about you. Yes, that's not what empathy is. You're still relating it to you, whereas empathy is you're relating it to nothing besides, you know, yeah, yeah. So, yes, that's yeah. very well said, man. Yeah, yeah. Listen to listen to his weekly wisdom. I'm gonna listen to it after this episode. Uh, that's great, dude. Yeah, no, I I absolutely 100 percent agree with you. I do think people conflate the two terms, and I do think people conflate what that what that means and why it's beneficial to um, be like sympathetic. Because again the whole point of empathy is you're kind of learning something too, right? Like, like you, there's a reason why empathy is hard. I don't think empathy is supposed to be easy. You, You are kind of putting yourself in a position that's like uncomfortable because you don't understand it. It's like people who disagree, and I'm not calling anybody out when I say this, I'm just saying I know that there are individuals who disagree with like LGBTQ individuals. It's because they don't understand it if they're heterosexual, for example, right? But that's like, yeah, it's about being empathetic does not mean you relate to it. It just means you understand that that's how they express themselves. That's it. Like you don't, there's, you're right. There is a difference between sympathy and empathy and empathy is hard. And, and I think it takes practice and I think you do have to work on it. I don't think this is my take. I don't think that that is something that you are going to be able to just do like right off the bat when you were born into this world personally. I think that there are some people that are able to do it easier than others based on their personality traits. If they, you know, maybe have more mild mannerisms or personality traits or the way they express themselves, they're more mild mannered. Maybe their family makeup. There's a lot of factors to it, but it's something that you, regardless of whether it's a mix or both, you do have to work on it because it's difficult. Do Do you think it's learned? Do you think it's innate? Do you think it's like, combo what do you think no i think it's i do think it's learned because everything that you learn from yourself or from your surroundings or your parents or anything is it's kind of them teaching you what they know and imprinting that upon you so you really haven't had the experience to compare what you're taught or what your family's environment is and their you know ideologies are but obviously, they're going to teach you what they know or what what they like, right? What you're growing up in their household, so obviously you're gonna you're gonna have that as your base. But that is what you have when you're born, and that's what's innate. But right. you can't say you have that quality from the start because you had nothing to compare. You had no other perspective that was different from your own. Does that make sense? It, absolutely. That so, that absolutely makes sense. So to answer your question shortly, yes, it, it, it has to be learned and it is through experiences of different cultures, things that maybe you aren't personally exposed to. And that's where the purpose of being uncomfortable is. It's things that you haven't seen or obviously experienced before. So that that is why it is a learned quality, in my opinion. Right. But it's not about it's not about you. And that's Correct. really 
that's really what the quote of the episode should be is empathy is not about you. It's not about just putting yourself in somebody's shoes. It's putting yourself in somebody's shoes, wearing their pants, wearing their shirt, like looking at themselves in the mirror and imagining what that's like. Yeah. That that's what that's what empathy really is at the end of the day. And it's 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 not easy and it is learned and I hope that anybody that has any kind if anybody feels like that they have like any kind of difficulty with this it's not supposed to be easy and you do have to work on it but the best thing that you can do is just try to focus on you know bringing good to somebody else's life and just listening that, that I mean that's really the easiest way to start practicing empathy is practice active listening so don't don't think about what the other person is saying. Just listen to what the other person is saying. Um, don't think about what you think about the other person in the moment as much as you can, right? Like obviously you can't help it sometimes, but focus on as much as what the other person is expressing or what they're going through and focus on active listening. That's that's going to get you to understand what the other person is saying so you can at least understand what their meaning is. And if you can understand that, then eventually you get to a point where you're like, oh, I I get it. I don't yeah. relate, but I get it. Yep. And so I think that's like a step towards empathy that people can take is focusing on active listening. You can actually look it up. It's actually a psychological tactic that's for conversation skills. If you look up active listening, there's psychologists who have talked about this as a conversational tactic that people can use. So that's something I would recommend for people if you're struggling with like trying to work with empathy. I still struggle with it. I've been working on that myself. Do you have any advice for people who are trying to work on empathy? I mean, I, I have advice, but at the end of the day, it's just about how open and accepting you are of of maybe what is not considered the normal or right, quote unquote, in, in your mind and your, in your life, because it really is about, like we've said and reiterated, it's removing yourself from that situation and just trying to see it through that person's eyes and not your own. Obviously, you're going to have your own inherent bias about how you feel or how you'd react to something. But once again, realize that everyone is not you and no one has the same temperament or emotional stability or instability as you. And in terms of advice, I would I would just say it's not about how many followers in social media you have. It's not about how good at sports you are. The things that you're going to remember towards the end of your life is the connections you have with others. And you're going to replay all the times that you had growing up, whether it was with your family, friends, significant other, even strangers in your life. It's it's very interesting how life is so much of a journey about all of us collectively being here together. And I think so many times the thing that centers me back is realizing that I am one of seven or eight. Are we at eight billion people now? I will look it up while you're talking. Keep going. It, it, it's seven or eight billion people, right? And so realizing that this journey that I am so absorbed in talking about my own life is that, okay, we're at eight, eight billion. billion. Eight billion, okay. Eight billion people. And that's what centers me is realizing that to be empathetic or to, I should say, rather not be empathetic throughout this life, but yet live on the same planet as eight billion other people, it just seems so close-minded and it seems so silly to me to not experience things that obviously aren't your exact norms or your normal ideologies or beliefs about something and trying to explore that and realize that maybe that unlocks something from you that your closed-mindedness maybe wasn't 
on purpose, but you actually learn something about yourself and you actually agree with someone else's perspective once you're exposed to that. So I don't know if it's really advice as much as it is just realizing that life is a journey of all of us collectively living on the same floating rock together. And that yeah. that thought always provokes me to try to be empathetic towards everyone. I, I feel yeah. like that is the general theme. It sounds so kumbaya and world peace, but really for no, me, that's, that's, great. that's what empathy means. And And that's the thing about empathy is like, that's what works for you. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's something that you can use to push yourself into looking at other people that way, more like trying to understand it. And that's what anybody who's listening to this should do is find, find your own way um, with empathy because that's, that's what we have to practice as well. It's the same thing with advice. If we give you advice, if you're giving anybody advice and you're upset that they're not taking your advice, that's not empathy and you're not giving realistic advice because it's yep. advice that works for us and we hope that it works for you and we hope that it's helpful, but this isn't, we're not living your life. We don't know if it's going to work for you. I, I hope it does and I hope that these kind of conversations can open anybody's eyes who have never thought about this before, who want to think about it more to it, but that's that's what it is at the end of the day it's it's a daily weekly monthly thing that you got to work on with empathy so i i like that tanner that that makes a lot of sense and i am going to try that out and see how it makes me feel when i am trying to listen to somebody about their perspective i always if i'm talking about empathy with my friends or people i feel like i always learn something new but i know that there's one person in my life that was really <coughs> there for me um and showed me like the true meaning of what empathy was. And that was, of course, my mom. I got very lucky because that was her main thing. Um, no parent is perfect. And my mom is not perfect, but she's as perfect as she could have been. And she did amazing raising us. And that was the one thing that she instilled in my brothers and I to the best of her ability. And it's something that I think all of us, we're not perfect, but all of us, I think that we understand it and try to understand it better, which is practicing empathy with others. Um, I'm glad to have my mom as a role model for that. I think another person that I think of when I think of uh, a role model with empathy is um, Robin Williams. Um, Robin Williams, bef before he passed, unfortunately, he was always about what other people needed in the room. Not he, he needed to focus on himself more, obviously, because he had problems that he was going through. And so you don't want to focus on other people because you're afraid of dealing with what's inside of here. But there was something truly amazing about his level of empathy for other people and how he always was able to light up a room or like make somebody smile if they were having a bad day because he was so focused on them. And that that's like a level of empathy that I think is truly wonderful and very rare. So that's somebody I look up to with empathy. Do you have anybody you look up to? You know, fun fact about Robin Williams, and I don't know, I believe this is true, is that I don't know if it was his first movie or at some point in his career and then moving forward is that for every movie set that he did, he always hired at least one homeless person to be part of the crew to film the movie. So he That's made awesome. all these connections with random homeless people within the area, you know, got got them on their feet and and he would not film certain movies if they did not let him have that special request. And I think that is do you Fucking hear about awesome. that? Yeah, do you hear about that stuff anymore? Absolutely not. So no. that is a great Robin Williams is a fantastic example in my personal life. I think my parents did a very good job at, and I think it was also my, my childhood and how I moved around a lot. So I experienced a lot of different cultures and 
I was kind of forced in terms of making friends to kind of be empathetic towards other people because I was this hodgepodge of influence from this person and that person from New York and Michigan and Tennessee. And it's like, I was just this melting pot and I would constantly experience different personality types. And I was the kid who would be friends with several different friend groups just because I thought it was always so interesting. And you can attest that in high school, how I would have different friend groups. There's really no one specific. I, I don't want to credit one parent more than the other. I think they both did a very good job. And, and but yeah, so I was just my dad definitely taught me right. a lot as well. It's just my my mom. That was like I I I'm so close with my dad now. I'm just thinking of growing up. I was a little closer with my mom. Right, but, right. Yeah, I get what I, you're saying though. I think the only other thing is this. This may sound stupid to people, but dude, I just love dogs so much and how they they don't know who you are, bro. But they are always so happy to see everyone. That is great. That is a great empathy example. Dogs can definitely sense a little bit of, I would say energy is, is the better lack of term. If you're a good person or a bad person, they're excited to see you. But dogs, I think no matter what, if you're gone for 30 minutes or eight hours, they're going to wag their tail and be at the front door as excited as the other situations. I think we should end this episode here. Unless you have any closing thoughts, empathy is such a broad and applicable topic. I know that we'll be uh, revisiting this in the future for sure. There's no way that we can even scratch the surface of empathy within, what, 30, 35 minutes or something like that. But no, I didn't know if you had any closing thoughts about this episode before we close it out. But I love this topic, by the way. I, I love it, too. I would just reiterate something that you and I both said as like a main point of the episode is, again, empathy I love what you brought up with the difference between empathy and sympathy. And I would reiterate that empathy is not about you. You know, it's, it, it's you trying to understand somebody else to the best of your ability. So that's how it's about you, I guess. But it really is about you trying to understand what somebody else is going through, not how you think about it. And you don't even have to fully understand it in the sense of like relate to it. There's a difference between relating to something and understanding something. And empathy is more about understanding something. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very well said. I don't, I have nothing more to add about that. I think in terms of what we talked about, I think what we reiterated, it was the the main point I wanted the hard poem. So I think we'll end it there guys. I appreciate you listening to another episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. It is always awesome to talk with Connor here. Guys, thank you for listening, watching, whatever you decide to do. Another episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. Find us on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. At Let's Talk 20s podcast. Guys, appreciate you listening. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. And until the next one, peace. See you.